We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. The telephone number is 248-539-9797. It's time to wrap up the Lions season with the one, the only TJ Lang, who was uh, in Green Bay on Sunday watching... Seattle defeat the Rams on the big screen at Lambeau Field and uh, and then the game itself. What's up, TJ? How are you? I'm still tired. I'm doing good. Good. That was oh, a boo-hoo. Awesome game. No, no, I texted John at like 4.30 when we landed. I know. <laughs> he, he was awake. I'm like, how are you coming in today? I'm yeah. sorry. Well, you already said we, we already knew you, you probably would. Yeah. But that's okay. Yeah. yeah, it was late. But it was, uh, uh, man, a fun way to uh, – End the season, obviously. Um, it's an awesome game. I mean, just a great yeah. game to be in. I was talking to so many people and just, like, Lambeau Field, you know, Sunday night game, week 18, like, that is, there There might not be a better, uh, you know, feeling in the NFL. You know, home or away. I think, you know, even playing, uh, when we were at the Lions, I think we played a Monday night game there. And it's just such an awesome atmosphere. And uh, yeah, you don't really get that watching it on the TV. You know, um, but just being there watching the Lions compete, you know, even after, you know, what hour before the game, you find out it's going to be your last game and uh, go out that way, close out the season five and one, beat Aaron Rodgers, you know, keep them out of the playoffs. It was uh, it was just a, it was a great night, man. That was a lot of fun to be there. Did you get a chance to experience the uh, uh, improvements they've made to the venue? Um, I know when when you played and when I played like Lambeau wasn't what it was. Holy cow. Here we go. Hold on. Be a professional, John. Will you? I got a call. Oh. Uh, yeah, and so no, it's pretty much the same as when I was. Yeah, but the whole there. outside of the stadium, like they made improvements. Um, well, that's like across the. Yeah, they did some things for the fans. Yeah, um, they built like a uh, like a little park back there with a field and a big sledding hill, and added a couple restaurants and everything. Um, I've seen it before. Oh, you have. Okay. Um, right. I haven't really spent much time over there. I think it's it's honestly like a tourist attraction type place you know right. and, and you get a lot of people uh in green bay that you know even our gripe when we were players was we never really had a great home field advantage because you realize like there's a big majority a big uh, chunk of the crowd that i don't even know if they're packer fans like they just want to go to lambo that's like right. a bucket list item and just go watch a game and there were a lot know? of line fans there. yeah there were there were but when you get a night game it's always uh just a great atmosphere and man it was uh it was a lot of fun but yeah they've made They've made quite a few changes to that place, um, you know, over the years and, you know, adding the kind of closing in the end of the, you know, it kind of used to be like a horseshoe type. And then they added, you know, a sixth and seventh section up in the end. It, it's a, I mean, it's just an awesome stadium. Just the history, the tradition, being at Lambeau Field, everything that, you know, 
was going into that game. I mean, it was just it was just a, a great atmosphere as a player. You can you can't really ask for much uh, anything much better than that. Well, when you're in a situation like the Lions were, and you've been in them before, not very many. I mean, maybe with the Lions, but when you were at Packer days, you had games. The last game of the season, not that you're playing out the string, so to speak, but technically you are. This was different. Why was this so different for a team playing in their last game? What do you mean? Be knowing it's your last game? Yeah, I mean, um, a lot of times it didn't seem like there were guys that had their cars packed. Now, obviously, they're not at home; they got to come home and then leave. But yeah. it didn't seem like bags were packed and guys were ready to get well, out of town. They played all the way to the end. Yeah, you can't do that on such a short notice. I mean, right. if you go into the week knowing that your season's okay. done, yeah. it's completely different. If you find out forty-five minutes before kickoff, you're not going to. Che- you know what I mean? Your attitude's pretty much already set. Like your motivation's pretty much already set. You you know the options going into that game, but when you find out on such a short notice, I don't think that really changes. I think it just goes, all right, well, oh well, it, let's just let's go ruin their season right. now. Let's go five and one. Let's go finish the season eight and two, you know. So there's still uh in my mind that obviously, you know, that team played like they still had a lot to play for. Right. And uh And that's a tribute you know, to the coach. Yes too. it is. Yes it is. It's a tribute to Dan Campbell because, you know, he gets those guys ready. And even uh you know, I ended up seeing. I think yesterday. The, the, when did they start doing like in-game interviews with the coach? I mean, because I saw it on the sideline. They kind of yeah. pulled Campbell it's been to the going side on, on a. Has it? Okay, yeah. maybe I just haven't noticed. But they pulled him to the side like on a TV timeout, and he was like, well, "We want to ruin their season. We don't want yeah. them to go to playoffs. Like that's our motive. Yeah. <laughs> like that's what we're playing for well, now." And, you know, and, and he had those and, guys ready, man. They, on the flip side, they ask Matt Lefleur. The you know, hey, Dan Campbell, yeah, Matt, Dan Campbell said they want to ruin your season, and you know he obviously gave a, a very classy answer about right. it. it's about us, and you know blah blah blah. But yeah, I mean they've been doing that all year, and I, I do want to ask you this: you were on the field, and they were showing the Rams in Seattle game on the big screen. Is that correct? They did, did you, up until it got to overtime, and then they okay, took it so off. Okay, so you saw the, the field goal hit the upright. Uh, yes. What was that moment like in the stadium um, when that happened? It was – I mean, it was wild because at that point you didn't know who's – how many fans were Green Bay – you know, Lions. I yeah. was actually walking through the tunnel, and you just hear this loud, loud roar, and it was like, oh, no, I it's either really good or really bad. Yeah. And then you see it on the screen, and it's like, oh, he missed the field. That's awesome, you know. Um, so it, it was it was loud in there, um, but the Green Bay fans they, didn't they, care because they had to win anyway. Right, they didn't, it didn't matter to them. I right. mean, they they obviously thought, hey, if the Lions, you know, if the Seahawks win, maybe the Lions don't have anything to play for, might make it easier on us. I, I don't know. I don't know if the players thought that, but the fans probably think that. Um, but then they took it off the big screen. They took it off because then they start their pregame stuff. You know, yeah. it's forty five minutes right. to kick off. The players are warming up. Like, you know what I mean? They yeah. always go to the. The videos and music, the so they system. cut it off. So I think a lot of people, uh, you know, started finding out on their phones and whatnot. But it was pretty cool when they were playing it because you could definitely tell the there was a lot of Lions fans in there early. And every time something, you know, good happened for the Rams, the place, you know, went went bananas. It was uh, it was a pretty it was a pretty interesting atmosphere. That's to say the least. One of the things that I, I took out of that game, besides you know who played well and who didn't, was. Some of the guys that you don't expect or, or you don't get a lot of notoriety, and the game's on national television. I'm sitting there watching. I said, you know what? Like Benito Jones and Isaiah Bugs are getting – people have no idea who they are, and a lot of people around here don't know who they are, and they were really terrific in that game. Yeah, no, they were. They've had uh, 
they've had a lot of really unsung heroes, you know, in that on that team and uh, everybody, you kind of really know about the offensive side of the ball, right? You know about the O line, you know about the running backs and golf and the receivers. I mean, Justin Jackson's a guy probably very underrated. I mean, he made a play in that game that didn't lead to points, but you know, third and twelve, he gets hit, you know two guys five yeah. yards short, he Splits plows them. through them, you yeah. know, gets the first. I mean, little things like that that make a difference. The de- defensive side, I mean. Even Kaminsky, I think, is still a very underrated player. You know, when they first signed him last year and you see him rushing on third down, you're like, ooh, this is the best we got, you know? And you see it develop and you're like, man, this dude's just like, he's just making plays, you know? But uh, Bugs, Jones, Aleem, you know, I thought the interior of that defensive line uh, had their best game of the season, hands down. I mean, hands down. They just, if... If Green Bay was able to run all over them, then that game probably would have been different because that would have opened up a lot of the play-action stuff that Aaron likes to do and uh, that that makes their offense potentially dangerous. They were able to shut down the run for the most part, not let up any explosives right um, that we've seen in the past uh, with that defense, and that was a difference, man, and I, th- I think that – you know those guys. Yeah, I think you you get a little bit of different you know motivation when it, you know it's the last game of the season and you've got one more game to you know put some film out there yeah. and go out there and ball out. Especially for guys like that that aren't household names, right? They're still playing for something. Um, so I, I thought it was huge for those guys to have uh, step up and have a big game. And the, the linebackers, I thought the linebackers, you know, it's especially the inside guys, Anzalone. You know, he's. I thought he capped off a really good season. He had a couple games there where it was like, nah, okay, you know, right, kind of over, over read and over run. But for the most part, I thought he. Last year, it seemed like that was a position they were going to have to upgrade. This year, you know, it kind of still seemed that way. But he kind of played himself into that uh, spot where it's like, okay, this is a guy that you know what you're going to get with him. And I thought he took a big step forward, and and that was huge for their defense. Well, speaking of Anzalone, obviously that first fourth down stop was huge. And we've yeah. seen that over the course of the year. Like it, he has his deficiencies, but one of them is not knowing, you know, and anticipating where the ball's going, and then you know going out there and executing some of those. He's a guy that's up, and you just mentioned it two years ago or coming out of the season in 21. You felt like that was a huge deficiency for the Detroit Lions. Did he do enough for you to say this is a guy you need to bring back? Yeah, I think so. I mean, for me, it just he he looked like a different player for the majority of the year, and especially the last couple months. Um, you know, early, back early in the season, uh, you know, when they were letting up forty points a game, it was like yeah. I wouldn't bring any of these guys right. back. You know, but then you see, you know, the 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 flip switched a little bit. Something clicked for those guys. They started playing, and it's like, okay, man, like if this is what you can get out of these guys, they're oh, yes, absolutely, I keep those guys around. Now, not saying that. I mean, every position, John, you know, is potentially replaceable. Yep. I mean, if there's a guy out there, and I don't know, let's say they really want to go after, you know, a Roquan Smith type guy. Like, is he an upgrade over those? Sure, Pro- probably right. And if you have those options, uh, you're, you're going to take it. But I don't think that's a spot that was once was a glaring weakness saying like we have to right. attend to this I, I don't think it's that anymore and I think that there's uh, a few positions that were questions you know going into the season and even halfway through the season that have maybe uh, been solidified a little bit and I think that you know with coaches you always expect you know hey we got a bunch of young guys you expect those guys to take that step in year two I mean how many spots you know, we could have sat here and two months ago said, man, they could probably replace 
nine guys on that defense. Maybe after a couple months you're sitting here saying, okay, maybe we need three or four, right? The other guys took a big step, and you're counting on them to take an even bigger step next year. 248-539-9797, that's the telephone number. If you want to ask uh, TJ any questions, talking about the Lions, who to bring back, who, you know, you're not going to mind losing. 97 won the ticket. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade used with permission.